visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We got a great email from a male listener who said he really appreciated it when we acknowledged that we have some male listeners, believe it or not. We do. So I met one uh, this winter. He came up to me. He's like, listen to the show. Like, well, <laughs> thank thanks. you, sir. Thank you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast where two homemakers are all about rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. We started this podcast three years ago, and I gotta say, I'm not saying it's because of us by any means, but (laughs) there is a revival. There is a homemaking revival happening right now. There really is. Yes, it's it's like everywhere. Reels, Mm -hmm. memes, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's excellent. Good stuff. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who would have thunk? Hmm. Sorry, Shay. <laughs> I will be talking for the majority of the podcast. Today. I can talk. You just might have to prompt me. That's your cue. That's your cue. Uh, yeah, friends, I'm so gnarly jet lagged. It's woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible. I keep waiting for it to wear off, and I. So I made the mistake of taking a nap a little while ago and had my alarm set. Uh, to record the show and I'm having a hard time coming out of it let's be real (laughs) I could have just slept till tomorrow (laughs) honest to goodness I got those velvet blackout drapes and it was over (laughs) probably not the smartest thing to do well we're glad you're back with us from Paris safe and sound Mm -hmm. Um, I was telling Angela when she called me I kind of wished I had like a GPS tracker on her where I could just be like what's she doing now is she okay because I really tried to like be mature to not text her to not be needy (laughs) not be like are you having fun what are you doing Um, so I was just following along on Instagram like everyone else like a common folk like common folk. I thought about you a million times. <laughs> and like at least half the ladies listen to the show. So yeah. So you got referenced a lot. Your ears were probably ringing. Maybe that's why. I kept feeling Maybe. the pull. Yeah, cheers. it was excellent. You're cheersing. Oh, I think I'll do the same. I will do the same. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say hello really quick. Bridget, Megan, Teresa, April, Diane, Kathy, Stacy, Karen, and Nadine. Hello, ladies. I know you're listening. <laughs> I hope you feel better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. We have, it's just was so beautiful. I mean, you get that many women together and you don't really know what's going to happen, right? It's kind of a crapshoot. And it was incredible. Uh, they're still blowing up the group chat. And we all, we've all been home for, you know, two and a half days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So good. Well, cheers, Angela. I'm glad cheers, you're back. Shay. To homemaking. Salute. Um, if you would like to enjoy drinking alongside Angela and I, we'll just cue that wine music and introduce you to Dry Farm Wines. If you've Let's been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, 
You've heard us talk about Dry Farm Wines. Genuinely one of the greatest pleasures culinarily lifestyle that I bring into my home because it is just enjoyment. And, you know, Stuart and I were talking about this. We're both the type of person that can just like enjoy a glass of wine and plug the bottle and open it up tomorrow, have another glass. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect way to enjoy dry farm wines, which we always say, less, not more. Better, I, not more. Better, not more. Not less, <laughs> not more. Less, not more. <laughs> wow, some serious <laughs> martyrdom going on there. Also, <laughs> <laughs> less, not more. And scene. Oh my gosh. Who's got jet lag? That's so funny. Very funny. I have a special bottle that I want to share with you. So if you would like to get this bottle, uh, visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. There's links to it on our Instagram. There's links to it on our website. And there's links to it in the show notes. We've made it very easy for you click over and you can choose between whites and reds. You can choose the amount of bottles that you get sent to you. You can do a one-time order if there's just a special event, or you can have it delivered monthly, which is a great way to do it because then you just have a nice stash. You always have nice bottles on hand, which is great. I saved this one. It's empty. Okay. But I saved it because I wanted to tell you about it because I knew that you would really enjoy it. Okay. It's called Villa Dora, okay. and it is Piedi Rosso. It's a red wine, um, and I drank it, and it was like first sip. Holy cow! What what is this? Wait a second. I gotta. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I don't look at the bottle aggressively before I open it. I just okay. Okay, okay. I want a red. Let's just have a red. So I opened it, took a sip, and I was like, "This is it." <laughs> This is the type of red wine I really, really love because it was super minerally. And I don't want to say sharp, but it was, it was like that, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, why? What is this wine? Okay, so I'm yeah, going to tell you it? about this. Okay. This wine is grown. These grapes are grown on, at the base of Mount Vesuvius in Campania. Really? And so it's grown in this crazy volcanic soil, which sometimes is, in, like, in Italian foods, you hear them talk about this with the that tropo uh, onion, that purple onion that they grow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the base of Mount, I think that's in Mount Vesuvius. Sorry if I'm getting this wrong. Or like the San Marzano tomato. These are all like, oh, they're grown at the base of a volcano of which there are a lot of in Italy. And so it's really minerally. It has this different element. I've never Mm -hmm. tasted that distinctly until this bottle of wine. Hmm. It was so good. So I've uh, never had that. I can tell by the label I've never had that. Yeah, it's called Vesuvio Piediroso, and it's from the vineyard Villadora. The cool thing about these grapevines, too, I learned, is that they're not grafted. Almost every great grown in the world is grafted meaning there's a root stock Mm -hmm. that's sturdy and disease free and pest resistant to a particular area then they graft the actual grape onto that root stock this one Mm -hmm. is not like that um so they consider it like a national treasure that these are our original non-grafted vines cool so good so i'll put the name of that in the show notes you guys if you want to check that out and remember When you use that link for dry farms, you get an extra bottle 
in your first order. So if you order three bottles, you get four, six bottles, you get seven, etc. I'm sure you can do the math from this point on. So. <laughs> Very cool. I didn't, I, I guess I, I never put thought to that, that, that the volcanic soil would, mm-hmm. that they're taking advantage of that with, um, mm-hmm crops today that's pretty cool mm-hmm. when we were we, Amelie and I went to the Musée d'Orsay which I hadn't been to in like 20 years and it was really fantastic we saw a Manet and Degas uh, exhibit that just like explored the friendship and sometimes angst between the two artists and the most beautiful pastoral oil paintings and then came around one corner you just jogged my memory by saying Mount Vesuvius because it was just this huge painting called um was it just called herculaneum it might have been something something herculaneum but that's the other town aside from pompeii that was right destroyed but it was like these women um i don't know if they were worshiping or dancing i don't know what they Mm -hmm. were doing if they were like trying to ward the volcano off or they didn't realize was what was about to happen and they were celebrating the eruption um as something from the gods or something but it was incredible painting I just watched a documentary on Herculaneum. Mm -hmm. Here's what was insane about that. The people were fairly familiar with earthquakes. So Mm -hmm. when an earthquake would come, they would go down to the docks where boats could come. They could go out on the water, whatever. It was sort of like a little sheltering port area. Okay. Okay. So when they discovered Herculaneum, I don't know what year it was that they found these bodies. They were like, where are all the people? There was one guy left in the entire city. So if you're unfamiliar with what we're talking about, uh, Mount Vesuvius erupted, mega eruption, okay? And Herculaneum is to the southeast, I believe, of Mount Vesuvius. So Pompeii was always this, you know, this town frozen in time of these people who were literally like cast in the ash and and rubble um which you can still see herculaneum was totally different there was only one person found in the whole city they're like where did all these people go well they finally found them down by the water's edge tucked into these little sort of safety cave port things Mm. all nobody was in a position of like defense they were all like sitting like all just sitting against the wall or and they were like wait a second (laughs) how could that have happened huh right they should have been panicking they should have been they should have known something was going on this gets dark okay turns out their brains exploded from the heat and their brain matter was still there, perfectly intact, turned to glass because of the temperature. So their skulls actually exploded from the inside out. And their brains are now like petrified glass brain. (laughs) Isn't this insane? That is insane. Question, what does that have to do with their their posture it happened so fast boom gas it was gas so in pompeii it was rock ash it was like the eruption 
Well, that created this huge, like, nuclear gas cloud. Yeah, yeah. And that cloud just went right over Herculaneum. Everyone's brains exploded because it was so hot. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm not laughing. It's No, no, no. It's insane. That, That story has always fascinated me. I watched that cheesy movie Pompeii anytime there's a documentary on it I'm watching it yeah it's crazy because as opposed to Pompeii where they're like clutching babies like they're in positions of um protection self-protection yeah it was almost like this one hit so fast that people didn't even and what's crazy about what that did to the town is that it basically petrified everything so you can still go like the doorways are still trimmed out with wood the wood hasn't decayed because it's petrified. So Pompeii looks very almost like Cement. primal. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Where it's yeah. like all stone. Mm-hmm. You you when you look at Herculaneum, it's like a perfectly preserved. It's like you're walking into a museum. It's weird. Like doors are still there, you know? It's wow. By the way, the guy left behind, the one guy that they found, he was the janitor at the church. And they were basically like, sorry, man. Someone has to stay and, like, be with the, I don't know if they have, like, candles burning. I don't know what the exact ritual was. Not a was, Christian like church. Somebody. Because uh, it somebody was, like, 79 AD. Yeah, I don't remember. Hmm. I just remember them saying that one, like, somebody always had to be on watch mm-hmm. at the church. Okay. So preceded. As usually, like the volcanoes preceded by an earthquake mm-hmm. wave. So they're going mm-hmm. down to the harbor. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did you go? I don't remember. You didn't no, go, did No, I've never been. You were? I've oh. never been. Gosh. No, I was very close. I know it's silly. But I was going to say, were you right there? Yeah. Here's <laughs> what really blows my mind. Is that okay. how many pun million in, Pun people? intended. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Second Woo. total foot in the mouth moment of the day. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm not being we can laugh about it because it was two thousand years ago <laughs> no we can't <laughs> i um, get you i get you <laughs> now i lost oh sorry. how many millions of people still live in naples <laughs> millions and they're just like oh that mount vesuvius yeah it's kind of always erupting we'll probably be okay okay Good luck. Okay. I don't know. That freaks me out. I don't know if that freaks anybody else out. Obviously, I not feel like to move. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of not. I feel I, I believe there's a lot of situations like that where they kind of know something's imminent. I I believe they say there was a really bad Parisian flood, and I believe the forecast is it will happen again. Okay, like a devastation flood from the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so, obviously, we we do that. California is full of people, <laughs> you yeah. know. Like we 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 just kind of uh, play our odds, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, you, kind of wherever you go, there's something, mm-hmm. right? Hurricanes, <laughs> tornadoes, yep, wildfires, earthquakes. Right. So many just creative ways for us to to die. And <laughs> oh I wonder why we have anxiety. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you guys listening for like some? Here's how to fold a cheery conversation. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You're funny. 
I every time I hear Vesuvius, I just think of junior high because that's what we used to call zits. Oh, I've got Mount Vesuvius right in the middle of my forehead. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That great, and so, so I I had my when I take these French lessons every day. Which, by the way, even I took a lesson yesterday. I don't know how. It was like, hello. I was looking at him on the screen, like I couldn't even connect the dots. I barely mm-hmm. can now, but I got better. He said. He said. He's in French. He said, for someone with really bad jet lag, you're doing great. Made me so happy. There you go. It made me so happy. Got to do a lot of talking. Why did I bring that up? Mm, Oh, a few weeks ago we were talking about um, sports. And and he likes to ski. And I was saying we have one place to ski. Um, Well, there's a few places in Wisconsin, I suppose. But the place closest to us is this one mountain. We have like one mountain in the state. And I have a, what is the word? Is the word topographical? Uh, have a topographical a topographical there yeah, I always do that topographical map like with all the terrain and everything mm-hmm. and this mountain is like right in the center and we call it the zit so I'm like how <laughs> do you say zit in French <laughs> and it's spot just like the British so there, there you go like you know the spot in the middle of Wisconsin mm-hmm. um I had a total moment with my tutor that I have to tell you about okay so I only meet with my um, I meet with my Italian tutor once a week and we were going through the alphabet and he was like, OK, pretend like you I can't understand what you're saying because your name is hard for Italians to say. And I want you to spell it for me. OK, so I'm like, oh, hi, I'm Shay. And he's like, oh, Shay, what's an interesting name? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from America. Oh, can you spell that for me? Which I proceed to do. Now, I've mentioned this before, but I live in a town that's about 50% Hispanics. And so the only language, the only other language besides English that's spoken here is Spanish. And so this weird thing happens when you're learning a language where it genuine, it's like a portal that opens. It's like a whole chunk of your brain that exists, but it'll only have language in it. So mm-hmm. in studying Italian, all of a sudden this doors open and like Spanish words that I've been around my whole life will just pop out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know where that came from, but there it is. So I'm telling him how to spell my name. S-H-A-Y-E. The Spanish, or I'm sorry, see, there I go. (laughs) That's okay. The Italian name for H is Aca. Okay. The Italian word for poop is caca. Yeah. Caca <laughs> so in all those languages. I proceed to tell him that you spell my name S poop A Y. And he tries to be so professional. It's <laughs> just like it's Aka. just thought how funny that would be did you to just put the in your the, at the beginning language. you did just s caca s caca <laughs> oh that's fabulous and then i was like you know that's you're gonna make way more mistakes but like that's a pretty good one so you've made it now it's behind you yeah you'll never say that again yeah and, i did oh, we i did that at a, at a dinner party 
this has been 20 years now, but I went to a, we would do these like dinners where we would meet and I'm just noob, man. I am noun, verb, basic, just still not even high school French, just sad. And I'm, I'm ready. I've been practicing in the car. Like I'm going to have something to say, right? Because this <laughs> conversation is so important in French. You, you know, for French culture, you don't get to just be an observer. You, you got to participate. So if anybody speaks French, I'm not going to say it. But there's <laughs> I want to hear it now. You have there's to say something it. that happens to the male anatomy, okay? <laughs> the, the last word is on, okay? <laughs> and in French, it sounds very much like some word associated with traffic. So I'm saying, I get to this dinner party and I say, there was a lot of traffic. And they all, they all just burst into laughter. And I'm like, I have no clue what faux pas I've just committed. I cannot fathom why they're laughing at me. And they laughed for like 10 minutes and finally calmed down and explained what I had just said. I'll never forget oh it's just it's such a good humbling experience isn't it it is i i do i actually really do think there's something to it the more i'm exploring it and the more i'm actually uh thinking in french i mean i found that happening to myself while i was there like i'm actually i'm doing the thing man i'm i said i was going to become fluent and it i can tell that it will happen now Mm um but there i just do think as far as personal development there is something something really good about putting yourself in this horrible position all the time Mm -hmm. whether you're taking a dance lesson and you're just looking like a moron on the dance floor there's something about putting yourself in this vulnerable position to be foolish and to be better Here's a new word, Anamoya, which means the nostalgia for a time you've never lived in. Visit Anamoya Jewels on Instagram or at anamoyajewels.com for vintage and estate jewelry from the Victorian era, the Art Nouveau movement, and more. And use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK at checkout for 10% off. It's spring, so why not treat yourself to a beautiful piece of estate jewelry? New items are added daily over on Instagram, so you are sure to find something you love maybe even the perfect piece for this upcoming Mother's Day. Anamoya Jewels and their beautiful estate pieces are new to the Homemaker Chic podcast sponsor family, so visit them on Insta, make them feel welcome. Installment payments are available and 10% off any treasure you find with the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK at checkout. Visit Anamoya Jewels, that's A-N-E-M-O-I-A. If you'd like to get premium organic cotton heirloom quality sheets at 20% off, we want to encourage you to visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash HomemakerChic20. Homemaker Chic listeners know that the linens Angela and I both use in our homes are American Blossom Linens, and we invite you to do the same. This is a wonderful and simple way to set the mood of a clean, thoughtful, intentionally put together home and bedroom. These dye-free sheets and linens are a beautiful way to dress your bed in something sustainable, high quality, and really beautiful. Yes, American Blossom Linens is a small business. They're American grown and made. And yes, they're made with organic cotton and sewn with a smooth, soft weave and made to last. 
Whether you're looking for crisp linen sheets that fit snugly around the corners of your mattress or plush and soft towels for your bathroom, blankets, or even duvet covers, you can shop all of American Blossom Linen's available products at AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash HomemakerChic20. Yes, I completely agree. And you know what else that does is it really keeps you from taking yourself too seriously. Absolutely. I can be very guilty of like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to do a good job. I'm going to stay on top of dishes. I'm going to grocery plan. I'm going to do all Mm -hmm. these things. And that's all great. But it literally can deprive you of just silliness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It can kind of insert this full adulting, serious note over everything. Right? And yes, yes. It's genuinely a ditch. And I know we talked about this, but um, sometimes you have to remind yourself, like, it's good just to have fun, too. It's Mm -hmm. good to laugh. And when you say poop instead of H, like, that's a that's (laughs) funny. Yeah. That's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like, that's hilarious. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I get like really I don't know. I don't think I'm getting that frustrated. But he tells me he's like, calm down. It's going to be okay. (laughs) This is really important to me. And I, dang, I don't want to sound like a moron. Yeah. Yeah. But But here's the thing. Like, we've all heard people learning to speak English. Do you ever think you sound like a moron? No. Or does it sound like, oh, you're learning English? And and quite the contrary. I mean, on this trip, we encountered a few people whose English was so good. And Mm -hmm. I, goodness gracious, my respect level. Yeah. I, I just every time I would encounter that, I thought I know the grueling hours behind what you're doing mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I know that came with a price. I know that came with making a fool out of yourself. Yeah. I know. Do they learn English in school in France? What languages do they learn? Um, do you know, I don't know if it's man. Okay. I know language. You know, like the Dutch have to take what four languages I don't in school? Know. Um, we are, we're, in we're Italy, so messed they up learn, with that. They learn but. English, like from when they start school. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people that don't speak speak English though, so mm. I don't know if they if they have to if that's newer. Mm. I don't know. One one guy like at a uh, bistro the last night we were, <laughs> the last night we were there. Um, I told Amelia, I said, that's, I've been to America English. That is not classroom English. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was just like fluid. Hey, da, 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 you know, like mm-hmm. he's spent time in the States. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so funny. What a good thing. Um, I tried something new. Speaking of making a fool of yourself. Okay. And you know how you always say know thyself? Mm-hmm. Well, I fear that. I may have opened Pandora's box. No, I know I'm self-aware enough to know what has just happened. Oh, boy. I went with my friend Nettie and her family, my family, kids. We went to an incredible pottery studio, and we all took a pottery class. (laughs) And we're just surrounded by pine trees, and it's raining, and... Um, we're at the guild and she's teaching us the terminology. We're all kneading our clay and then we get on the wheels and we're like, she's teaching us all the techniques for this and that. And I'm like, switch oh, flipped. Shiz. I yeah. could, I could dive down this hole so far. I would never return. 
Yeah. Like we my, have a kiln in our garage and I look at it. I'm no, like, it's it's like genuinely scary. Stu even said it's, like maybe not until the kids are done being schooled. Because oh. when, when you're doing it's like the same headspace. Imagine if you will, like when you're doing something that you really love or that sparking all your creative juju. Mm-hmm. Imagine like it's like a kaleidoscope. That's like what I see in my head. It's like different colors and shapes and I hear different sounds. And like when I take photographs, that's the headspace I have to go to. When I write, okay. that's the headspace I have to go to. When I'm gardening, that's the headspace. It's like certain switches get flipped. I mm-hmm. touch that clay and I'm like, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I could do I just this for the rest of my life. Yeah, I, I see that. It's oh. like... It's on my list, and I I feel what you're saying when I see it happening. I'm like, oh, that looks really, um, yeah, almost dangerous. Dangerous, and they had big cabinets full of the stuff waiting to be kilned and mm. waiting to be um, fired. To fired. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, and then glazed. You know, so they have mm-hmm. all these. They have like real resident artists that are that stay at the guild and will create for a season. So they had like posh ceramics and i'm like looking at them and thinking it's complicated and it's skilled and it's studied and it's artistry but it's clay Mm -hmm. it's just like brush techniques and water techniques and throwing techniques and like but then the things that you put on them like before you fire them like to get the crazing and the or there's so many I know. Post-production things. It gives me the vapors. Yeah. They talked about pulling them out of the kiln when they were still like fire red and they would dunk them in these certain glazes and then put them back in and it made uh-huh. this like metallic-y juju on the outside. I, I was just like, that's it. I'm turning my house. I mean, and you know, like I know how you feel and you know how I feel about mm-hmm. studios where it's yeah. like dusty clay covered pots of like different wire brushes and like the different bats that go on the wheels and like all this stuff and i'm just like sweating just this is it this is as good as it gets for an artist just you'll have to go like circle back around and read what's her name's book again now that you've had that oh francis palmer yeah oh man i actually just reread it like a month ago i think i've read that book like three times but i will Mm -hmm. read it again um, and I will take up pottery. I just am going to have to genuinely be careful about when I do such. But anyway, yeah. we were able to book classes. The guild does this great thing where I think the classroom will hold like 10 people. And it was like 10 bucks for an open studio per person where you can go and spend three hours. They provide all the clay and everything. They'll fire everything for you. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, so we great. have it we have that all next, over the place yeah, here. I should so do fun. that. Yeah. Anyway, it was just really fun. If anyone needs like a hobby, <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! Um, right before, on a similar like vulnerable, addicting <laughs> type <laughs> plane. Okay. Um, right before we left, we discovered that there's a local jam session every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so that's our new bag. And I went mostly for Amelie so she, she could do the piano pick. or she do guitar. No, she plays guitar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. But I'm sitting kind of in the back because I just drove her and I'm harmonizing and singing. I told her, I said, next time I'm sitting in the circle. We're going to go every week and <laughs> just circle. I'm sitting in the circle, girlfriend. 
Uh, but again, like same thing, like, oh, this is addicting. You've mm-hmm. got live music. You've got people just working it out and, with each other and yeah. noodling, as it were, yep. you know. Oh, yeah. There's something to that, like, just I'm beating a dead horse here, but just like <laughs> in person, like hanging out, touching, tactile thing that, man, we're just hungry for. Well, we talk about it a lot on the show because we we often, as homemakers, talk about how much we enjoy social media, but what it can do as far as making you an observer instead of a participant. Or it lends itself to falling in the ditch, you falling in the ditch of being an observer and not taking that um, those extra strides or that discipline or the sacrifice of actually participating. So mm-hmm. and it's kind of a... Th- I mean it's it works with what we talk about yeah. because um there is something to doing the thing watching the cool reel for me about oil painting is not me trying to mix colors on my palette mm-hmm. at all it's mm-hmm. not the same it feels mm-hmm. like it can feel like the same i'm mm-hmm. learning something oh i just learned something but did i mm-hmm. you know this is true of when I'm tired and my brain is tired, I will tend to like organize my Italian notes or like watch a video and print out, ooh, here's a grammar lesson on the difference between this word and this word or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not learning it. Mm-hmm. That's not learning it. You're doing the easy thing, which is making yourself feel like you've done something. Without it's like or- it's like organizing it. your desk isn't doing your job. Right. Cleaning now, your desk isn't working. It's yeah. not that it's not helpful, but it's just also right. not. That's not the work. Yeah. That's not the work at hand. It's a totally different thing. And man, it's so much easier to procrastinate than to actually do the thing. I love your sweatshirt. Oh, thank is you. That this is actually Navi gorgeous. blue. Oh my gosh, I love it. I <laughs> yeah, love it. I got this one over favorite. there. I bought like green, mm-hmm. Giverny green, but I'm looking at yours. I'm like, oh, that is really cute. I actually got these really great overalls. <clears throat> Check these Excuse out. Excuse me. These are brown corduroy. They're rounded. Overalls and uh-huh. revival, revive all clothing on Instagram. You can check her out. She's um, She makes small batch clothing in Montana. Mm-hmm. And they're my new gardening overalls. And they're amazing. Your bottom crack's not hanging out and stuff's not falling down your pants. And mm-hmm. I just love them. <clears throat> I was out in the garden today doing my thing. Too. All I was doing was cleaning up plastic and glass. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I mean, honestly, it's shameful. Like, as I'm cleaning up, I worked my tail off every fall. And that's what I left behind? Mm-hmm. Ball jars and plastic containers and shovels. And like, really? That's, it's alarming, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Winter does a doozy. We should talk yes. about gardening, but before we do, we need to give a shout out to our season sponsor, Tubes yes. & Co. Ladies and gentlemen, such a wonderful company. You can visit them at tubesandco.com and use the code HOMEMAKER10 for 10% off. Emily is just, she is on fire, man. She, she is. Sees a need. Her, she yeah. fills it. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? No, it's just her 
on Instagram and her newsletter. Her newsletter is amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can visit tubesandco.com and you can shop clean makeups and skincare and body care products. You should check out the new body oils. Those are fantastic. Stu uses them on his face and I always like get in there. <laughs> What you got? Some citrus blossom going on up in there. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Tallow bombs, mascaras, eyeshadows, wonderful soaps and different tinctures and um, tonics. Really wonderful tonics for you to put on your skin after you wash it. So many beautiful things and really exceptionally clean quality ingredients sourced responsibly and small batch made by this small I don't want to say mom and pop because her and Trent yeah, aren't but old it, yet. It is, it is, <laughs> no, they're going to have another baby. Um, mm-hmm. It is small though. I mean, it's it's not that your products have been sitting on the shelf. When I travel, um, when I go to France, like sometime over the English channel, I cut over to the bathroom and I like defunk, you know, wash my face, clean it, just try to freshen up so I'm not, it's already so gross to stand in line at immigration for an hour and a half, but I brought my tubes and mm-hmm. redid the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always do that on a plane. Always mm-hmm. do a full on face wash. Plus it takes up time. So you get less bored. Right. I'll just go sit in my chair and do my makeup for an hour. What else have I got to do? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, visit toopsandco.com. Use the code homemaker 10. Let Emily know that we sent you over. Let her know you want to try some stuff. Ask questions if you need to. It's a great, really well thought out website. Super easy to navigate. So go mm-hmm. and have some fun. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, you can make an account and they'll like keep the stuff in your cart while you're mm-hmm. deciding what you want. And mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good mm-hmm. stuff. <sighs> Should we? Yeah. Are you okay? I am. <laughs> Holy cow. Sometimes like these just waves of fog. I did. I mean, I I took a nap right before we recorded and I just, my bed feels so good. Speaking of shout outs, I'm like back to my sheets, my American Blossom, <laughs> back to my little cocoon. And I remember like just going, hmm, hmm. Like, just like, like, this is so nice. <laughs> just not a hotel bed. Uh-huh. Everything feels familiar. Everything smells familiar. Mm-hmm. That's such a, that. I don't think can be overstated the importance mm-hmm. of building a home, you know? No, I mean, just the, it, well, you're creating a safe space for your people and you are creating a safe space for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always said, I don't want my home to be like um, a springboard for the next thing. I want it to be HQ. And then the, the next thing are the things, those are like the, the bonus items or the add-ons. But, but being home is like the main. Right. That's yeah, the, I know a lot yeah. of people are, they can't wait to leave. Yeah. They want to get to work. They, they don't, they haven't created a space that they, um, or maybe it's that they're so on the go or something. I don't know. I just have always wanted the house to be something that people craved being mm-hmm. in, being at. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple weeks ago we went to visit Stuart's family in Georgia you know and my kids stayed with my parents and we were mm-hmm. only gone a couple of days but when we came back 
picked him up, brought him home. And they were all so excited to be home. They mm-hmm. wanted to say hello to the cats and they wanted to check on the animals and see the lambs and they wanted to like go put their stuff up in their room and like that it to me like that's exactly what you're saying that's the goal like yes mm-hmm. you know here it that, that doesn't mean it's perfect that means it doesn't mean you're going to have everything that you want right when you right. want it that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we don't have our pits that we fall into but like this is your space and you're taken care of and you're safe. Mm-hmm. And that's true for what we're providing for our kids, but also just for ourselves or for our yep. spouse. You know, that's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful Oh yeah. Thing. Um, I mean, even even growing up, like my room was always designed a certain way. It was yeah. always a, a like an extension of myself, a form of self-expression. My house is a form of self-expression. It's where I show my creativity or what I'm into at the moment or what's inspiring me. But yeah, I'm going to make it official. So um, thank you to American Blossom because they are uh, a sponsor and advertiser on the show this season. And you can visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off some fabulous linens and sheets. And I think they just got, I just saw on their Instagram, they got some, forgive me, I don't remember what the official title was, but a certification about um, the chemical-free nature of Mm -hmm. their towels, I believe. So really good stuff there if you're trying to bring down Mm -hmm. uh, chemical exposure for yourself and your family. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and they will know that we sent you when you use that code, that coupon code, Mm HomemakerChic20. And again, for our... uh, Oh, Shay. Tech savvy? Help me. Instagram nope. All of our Patreon people. <laughs> Visit over on Patreon and all these red circles will take you where you need to go. There you go. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> words, Ange, words. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, do you have seeds, seedlings that you've already hardened off and like you're mm-hmm. taking outside and planting? Are we doing the thing? Yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. It has not been the easiest winter for me. <laughs> hmm. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. And I know I joke about seasonal issues, but this year it was like end of March and I'm like, okay, uh, this the sun's out. There's flowers coming up. Why mm-hmm. am I still feeling this way? And so I'm you know, working through the process of like trying to identify some of these things so that I can work with them. And mm-hmm. I think what I deal with is so typical. I mean, so many people I know are dealing with the same thing. You know, you're laying in bed at night and your mind is just running away with you. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you're under things, not on top of them. And you yeah. don't. You know, it got to a point this winter where I was like, I don't even want a garden. I don't even want to. I don't even think I like it anymore. And then mm-hmm. that that was like, wait a second. Red flag. <laughs> yeah, that app, there's something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would encourage anybody that when you, when that apathy sets in on something that you typically are passionate about. Yeah. something. It's okay to push pause and address or get to the root of it. Yeah. Something is amiss. And, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. It became this just like kind of s- severe apathy for everything Mm. and anyway 
so I talked to Stuart about it a lot and we eliminated things. We made some business decisions. We kind of readjusted trajectories of things. And I just told myself, look, what have you got to prove to anybody? Good for mm-hmm. you. You grew your winter supply of carrots. That's awesome. I think that's a great thing. But like, chill out. It's okay if you don't do that too. That's okay too. Right. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. And it's easy to forget that, I think, being in the public eye in the way that we are. Because people, they want you to be a purist and they want you to be superhuman (laughs) in a way. I need you to produce more YouTube videos, more podcast episodes, more blog posts, um, write better. Don't make any spelling mistakes, please. And if you could improve this so I could understand it. And then also, I would like it if you would, you know, make sure that you don't use anything imported or drink coffee or drink wine because whatever. And, you that know, that's like my religious on and 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 And be a good mom because that's why I'm here because you inspire me. Because and could of your you family. be a good mom? And by the way, how can you be a good mom when you're posting that much? Yeah. You know, I worry. <laughs> I worry so when true. people respond to comments this much because they should be paying attention to their children. I mean, <laughs> you all wouldn't believe the angles from which these things come at us. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, true. guess what? Like, not superhuman. It do- I guard myself from it as much as I can, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. it hurts my feelings. <laughs> it does. It hurts my feelings. Oh, and by the way, don't let it hurt your feelings. Just let it be like oh, yeah. water off a duck's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't let it hurt your feelings. It's like, okay, well, do you like it when somebody tells you things? Anyway, it's fine. That's my problem I have to deal with. But um, all that's to say, wow. You asked me about my seats. Um, I'm taking it. I'm taking it back a notch. I really okay. am. I'm filling all my beds still. But like I planted a row of carrots instead of eight. And I bought 12 tomato trellises instead of 60 something that I grew last year. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking it back. Um, so that I, I love gardening and I love growing things and I love eating from the garden and mm-hmm. I love all those things, but this might not be the year for me to be making my, all of my tinctures and all of my homemade teas and all of like, yeah, you know, I don't know why the garden's like this hang up where you feels like you have to just because you can and know how, like, I know how to do a lot of stuff, paint techniques. I could paint technique this house up mm-hmm. faux stone venetian plaster but like i don't i can't i don't have to i can't <laughs> that's the reason it doesn't look like that because mm-hmm. like i just because i can doesn't mean i can you know but there's something about like the garden and like this whole the whole like homesteading cult <laughs> if you will like you gotta do it because 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 what or i don't know because god forbid you buy a 5.99 organic bag of carrots at costco like yeah i mean yeah and and i've spent a lot of time in my greenhouse already this spring and just saying like look what you did like yeah my cauliflower my broccoli like my tomatoes and also they look great 
I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And 10 years ago, I didn't know how to. And five years ago, I was still just like, oh, we're getting it. We're doing it. Here we mm-hmm. are. And mm-hmm. now I know how to do it. I am competent in it. And now it's like, okay, you know how. That doesn't mean that you need to grow 400 pounds of potatoes. That's not what that means. No, the minute like it, I mean, and that's a lot of, that's a lot. I mean, that's <laughs> fabulous. I've, I watched you bring in what you bring in. I'm like, dang. But like when it, there's, you know, you and I run hot. <laughs> okay. RPM is normal. Like, <laughs> I know not everybody listening to this show runs hot. And I know mm-hmm. our hotness <laughs> is a source of inspiration for a lot of people because it, uh, it just encourages them to do the next thing. But there is this fine line between like running hot and something you're interested in or good at becoming a burden. Mm-hmm. It can just take one little tick, mm-hmm. you know, and. It's okay to pull back. And maybe you pulling back means that you have time to throw pottery. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't you can't do it all. Something has to give. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. So hooray. Hooray yeah. for fluidity of being. Yeah. <laughs> hooray. Yeah. And I'll tell you one of the biggest lies that I believe, which mm-hmm. is the way that it is at this moment is the way that it is going to be forever. Hmm. Anything or your routine? Or yeah, what, like, oh, I can't the do it? this. What is I the can't it? throw pottery right now. Therefore, I should just never be interested in it ever because okay. this is just the way that it is. Or, you know what? I really need to scale back the garden because guess what? My kids don't want to spend all their summer in the garden. They want a mom who can go to the lake mm-hmm. and take them fishing. And I want to do those things with them. Mm-hmm. And I have a very small period of time. We all do as parents where my kids aren't in diapers. They're not taking naps. And we can just go do cool stuff. And they still want to do it with me. That, that Shay, like, I, I know there's women listening to like that. I remember Rosemary saying, not in an envious way, but she was encouraging me. She's so encouraging. Um This was back in the day. This is not today. But you're at such a beautiful space where they still want to do all the things with you. Yeah. And you're not fighting job schedules Mm -hmm. and extracurricular. Mm -hmm. Like they're still in like the duckling stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Last week was spring break for us. Excuse me. Okay. And so one day we decided to drive. So we're in the middle of Washington State. So to go to the, the coast is what we call it. To go to the Washington coast. It's like two and a half hours driving and it's over the mountain passes and it's really beautiful. And so Stu was like, let's go, let's go over for the day and let's Mm. go to Molebacks and go to Flower World. And I like, yes, this is like, you understand, this is like somebody hitting the go button on (laughs) Shay's panel. Boop. He knows. We've been married for a long time. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) He's not stupid. Anyway, we tell the kids, like, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to go to Flower World. And they were like, okay, sure. (laughs) Great. We get them up early. We load up in the truck. We Mm. go to Flower World. And before we go to Mulbex, the second nursery, we take them out for Mexican food. And, you know, we just say, order whatever you want. So they're getting, like, the chimichangas off the adult menu, you know. And we're leaving the Mexican restaurant. Their eyes are just wide and they're like, 
this is the best spring break ever. Ever. Right? Like, you're so welcome. <laughs> we really outdid it, didn't we? Chimichangas, you get a chimichanga and you get a chimichanga. <laughs> and I just thought, I get like, who wants extra guacamole? <laughs> One or two more years until the gig is yeah. up. And they're yeah. like, wait a second, mom. Flower world in a Mexican food restaurant. <laughs> we follow break. you with a wagon while you pick out perennials and we get a freaking chimichanga. And we drive three hours home? I don't think so. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. They, everyone got their own car and they were just like, I got it, mom. I got it. I'll put it on my car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. And <clears throat> so fleeting. Mm. And last year. I hate that word. I know. I'm too tired for that word. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> It is. Excuse me. And I Mm -hmm. I know I've said this a hundred times, but people tell you it will happen. People tell you it'll happen. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second. I think it's happening. I think it's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And there we go. That's that. So we actually sat down. I haven't told you this story. We're going to have to talk about this off the air. Okay. Sorry, ladies, but some things must be kept <laughs> private. We were having a conversation with somebody and he was saying, okay, let's talk 10 years. And I'm like, in 10 years, my baby is graduating high school. Your baby. Oh, She'll be 17. I know. Mine too. They both will. And <laughs> I was like, don't ask me to plan for 11 years because who? Who knows what happens after right. that? How right. could you possibly anticipate that? It's just this. I mean, that's so humbling. It's so Ange. humbling to go like, I know, to go like plan. It's kind of like you hold everything really loose. Plan, but don't plan. Because. Also because French who knows expression. Yeah. One never knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One never knows. On ne jamais sait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, you have to hold things loosely. That's that's life. I, it's so weird though. It's like this. Everything is very. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like full stop carpe diem. It's not. It's mm-hmm. it's just like you have to take sort of all those little mantras and find like this happy medium, mm-hmm. good place to be. But then, like you're saying, you're falling asleep at night, and it's like mental whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. I love it when, like, nothing's sort of going on for 30 seconds. You're like, is this how normal these people live? <laughs> nothing to be super stressed about. <laughs> and then, whoop, yep. you know, there's a relationship flare-up or something. Uh-huh. You're like, dang it, now I got to chew on that. Yeah. Oh, yep. I hate that. Yeah. The, there are reliefs, I find, for it. I mean, mm-hmm. Stu doesn't. He doesn't, his mind doesn't work like that. And that's when I realized, like, this isn't a physical, like, this is a mental thing that's going mm-hmm. on. And again, mm-hmm. I know I'm not alone in this. I know it. Um, and I I think a lot of us tend to be very emotional. A lot of us tend to be anxious. There's a reason that scripture is saying, like, hey, don't be anxious. Why? Because that's going to be your tendency. 
That's going to be mm-hmm. the pool that you want to swim in. Why? Because right. it makes you feel like you're doing something. Well, I thought about that. Oh, did you? Well, it's did like you cleaning clean your, your desk. desk. <laughs> exactly. It's like cleaning your desk. And what did that desk. accomplish for you? Yeah. And that whole like it's you can't call the Bible cliche, but like tomorrow takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do? Sufficient is the day, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <clears throat> and I remember thinking about this when we lived in Alabama, so poor. And I just remember thinking, how can we this be this poor <laughs> and also have our daily bread? Like, and I never knew exactly where that was going to come from, but it would be mm-hmm. like somebody inviting us over for Thanksgiving or my mom sending a care package in the mail or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody giving Stuart like a $25 gift card at school. His students were very generous. They were really, I think they knew how much the teachers got paid and they were like, would you like a gas card? <laughs> yes, please. Once we were just dying financially. I mean, just, I mean, we we were for a, a series of years, but right in the middle of it, we got a check from somebody who read the blog and it was like, I think it was a thousand dollars. I think this will buy a whole lot of cornflakes. It was signed. Amazing. Like, that you never told equi- me that story. That was the equivalent of like a hundred k, you know. Oh, as far as yeah. the, it, that was just like mind blowing. Like you, that's where you like as a as some as the recipient, you don't know what to do with that gratitude. Like the thank you note, like that's so insufficient. You, yeah. And I know that's why people are um, compelled. Like people obviously are prompted to do certain things. Hello, lovely homemakers. Are you ready to style your home like a pro? Then it's time to join the Old World Design Society. You can do that by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join my Old World Design Society now for as little as $5 a month. You will have access to one design class a month, a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists just like yourself. You can learn from them, become friends with them, and you can choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member today by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com or simply head over to the Homemaker Chic Instagram page and hit that red circle that says design. It's time to learn how to elevate your space and improve your knowledge of antiques and history and style your home like a pro. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. The spring magazine is shipping now and it's gorgeous and classes are ready for you to join us. Hey friends, Shay here. If you've been needing a bit more encouragement and inspiration when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. For the past four and a half years, I've encouraged women in the kitchens with whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. As a cooking community member, you'll get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional cooking video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors on your own table. Together, we'll cook dishes like burrata salad with prosciutto and lemon, baguettes, 
rigatoni with potato and peas, ricotta donuts with homemade lemon curd, green vegetable minestrone, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now, choose the membership package that fits your needs best, and let's get cooking. And so, like, as the recipient, you can't match that. You know what I mean? There is a humility, a really beautiful humility, actually, in being the recipient of something like that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll never forget the pizza you sent me when you just had them scribble on the box, you will survive this. I mean, when I was vomiting all day, every day with a pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just... I don't know why I said that. Yeah. I don't know what brought that up. Oh, I think what, where this is going with the garden, whether where this is going with work. <laughs> are your seedlings? <laughs> it's not less, not more. It's better, mm-hmm. not more. It's like um, I heard a thing the other week that said our brains as humans really can only like attach to 100 people. In it. Define what? Like, are we, how are we defining way. attached? Like okay. in a meaningful way. Like I'm connected to this person. I'm kind of following what's going on. I'm praying for them. Yeah. I'm there if you know if they're moving. I'm there at the work party. Hundred okay. people, which in a way sounds like a lot, but then you think, okay, well, you take into account grandparents and siblings and parents. Oh, it's really not when you have like 48 and, people in your family, you know? Or right, yeah, right. And that has just been punching me over the head over like okay so grow 12 tomato plants and grow them really well prune them harvest Mm -hmm. them weed them and somehow the harvest is more than 64 done poorly Mm. so i've been thinking about that a lot with my friends Mm. a lot and you know what i realized is that it takes effort such as sending a pizza or uh, I'm going to Costco. Do you need anything? I'll grab mm-hmm. it for you and swing it by. Like, this is how things are built through really slow, intentional effort. And that's true whether you're doing a house or whether you're learning a language or whether you're homeschooling your children or whether you're doing a vegetable garden. It's just mm-hmm. that over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but the intentional bit, the intentional bit, you know, like with what you've been, like what you just intimated you've been struggling with. When you're in that space, being intentional is really hard. Almost impossible. Almost impossible. It, you're purely reactionary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're drowning. You're not just treading water. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. there's not extra. Um, you mm-hmm. want there to be. And you can have, it's like cleaning your desk. You can have the thought. Mm-hmm. But pulling the trigger is, I know. there's a chasm between those two things. And I, like as a woman, I really struggle with that because I um, have had some definite seasons in my life. And I'm watching other women just be generous and have time. And they've got lots of friends and... I would just stand, like, how are they doing that? Mm-hmm. How are they doing that? 
But yeah, now, like, looking back, I'm... I can see, like, you didn't have this, you you weren't in a position to do that. You literally were drowning. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, this is getting quite personal now, but hmm. it feels like I'm working through with a lot of people to try to find the answer, but it really does seem more for others and less for myself. And so finding out what that looks like. What do you what Okay, what so do you mean? let me give you an example. What is more for others? Everything. And so you you are have the you're believing a lie or something that you can't participate in that? Is that what you mean? No, I mean the answer to mean? that drowning apathy uh-huh. is uh, because there tends to be a lot of self-loathing that comes along with that. When you feel like you're failing or you're not doing enough or something happens that you didn't anticipate, and, oh, maybe I could have done this or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reasons we end up in this position, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of women feel this, um, that just like, man, I did not do a good job on that or I dropped the ball or, man, if I could just I get it together that. or um, or I can't get it together. And mm-hmm. the end result of that left uncared for is sort of this self-loathing, this just yeah. sort of self-beating up. Okay? Okay. And the answer to that, being in that position, doesn't seem to be like, hey, you're worth it. You deserve to live your best life. That doesn't do it for me. Maybe that works for somebody else, but like that's not the answer for me. Mm-hmm. When I'm drowning or I'm apathetic or I'm self-loathing, when somebody says like, you deserve happiness. I I kind of, like that doesn't speak to me at all. I kind of wretch. You're like, <laughs> you don't know what goes in my, in my brain. I don't deserve yeah, yeah. anything. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Now give me a solution mm-hmm. for that. The answer is Jesus. Mm-hmm. But the reality right, right. is we also still live in a temporal world with physical bodies, right? That we that have need to learn physical how to solutions. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All taking all that into account, the solution okay. seems to be from what I've been working through with people, with help, to make those decisions, such as how much should I plant in the garden? How much? Okay. Okay. What uh-huh. business ventures do I say yes or no to? Mm-hmm. What things do I bring into our life or push out of our life? Mm-hmm. When I take into account the answers to those questions with somebody else in mind other than myself, that seems to be the answer, such as I got invited to do this great business thing. What should I do? Yes or no? Well, let me make this decision for Stuart. Is this going to make mm. Stuart's life better? Is this mm-hmm. going to enhance what we have said is our goal? Is this going to help put us on the trajectory that we have said we want to go on? Um, will this cut into our time together as a married couple? Will this cut into the things that we've already said are valuable? Will the money that we earn from it offset the sort of emotional family cost of it? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this decision to get him the best result to make him the most happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be the answer. 
because it takes the pressure off of yourself. Mm. Because you know what Mm -hmm. it does is it keeps you out of that martyr ditch. Because Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, like, when the people that we love are happy, that makes us happy. When someone Mm -hmm. just says to us, you deserve to be happy, do something that makes you happy. Well, what if the things you love don't bring you happiness anymore? What if the bubble Mm -hmm. bath doesn't solve it? Then what do you, what Mm -hmm. do you, where do you go from there? Like, well, that was my only trick. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I had a nice steak dinner and got to watch the show of my choice. And guess what? That didn't Still feel like crap. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, that's that, like, that's just like that self-idolatry of the culture, though, that leaves you wanting. That's a, that's a reel and a seminar and, like, that's a package with a bow on it. Hey, buy this and we're going to give you 10 points to, like, live your best life. Exactly. And you still feel like you're in a void when it's all said and done. Right. When, in truth, for all of us, when we serve others, we feel better. And I think for the homemaker, like what you're saying, too, is like when your plate's so full, stepping back and going, how does this whatever X, Y, Z impact the people? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so countercultural. I mean, it's that's, so I know counter. It's like recoiling. I know people are hearing what we're saying and they're like, ew. Ew. Yeah. Yuck. If you just we, pull, we fought for our liberty. Like we fought. It's like, yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, when you're the empty vessel, you tell me. I mean, yeah, tangibly. This is, I am saying the fruit of this already, whether that's okay. pouring into friends, like extra intentional effort of having people over, which costs you, um, meeting up with friends, which costs you, um, mm-hmm. thinking ahead and anticipating events or special things that you want to account for in somebody you care about in their life. Mm-hmm. That costs you. That takes effort. That takes energy. That potentially takes money. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what else it does? Is it takes the focus off yourself. Kushlash. <laughs> you got to explain yeah. Kushlash. Okay. So I taught Shay this family expression <laughs> we have in our house. Uh, we are a movie family. We are a one-liner family. And most of our movies are from this pocket of time where before we had children – that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We watched movies and we watched them over and over again. One of uh, Joel and I's favorite movies is Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. You can tell just by the way I say it. Like that's how they say his name in the movie. It's a Tom Cruise movie. It makes us laugh. The one-liners just crack us up. I'm not saying this movie's appropriate, so don't hold me to that. It's just a great movie. All right. So in the movie, there he's a sports agent, and there is a football star who's. Um, the, it's the draft mm-hmm. is going on, right? And they're in the hotel room, and he's trying to work the deal with this with this kid. And uh, the kid's sitting on the couch with a guitar, and he's just got shoes, you know, Nike sponsorships, just merch everywhere and gifts. And he said his face is on, like, the jumbotron outside the hotel room, and his name's Kush, his last name, Kush. You know, right? So he said he's sitting on the couch with his guitar, and he says, I got Kush Lash. I'm sick of myself already. Kush Lash. Kush lash, kush lash, kush lash, kush lash. She does this little ditty with the guitar. Mm-hmm. And so anytime Joel and I have been like kind of sick of ourselves, we say, I got kush lash. Mm-hmm. And so a while back, Shay is sharing some of the things she's sharing with us today. And I said, we call that kush lash where you're just like, I can't take one more iota of myself. Mm-hmm. It's nauseating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So there you go. Yeah. And sometimes that doesn't even have to be like, I'm not necessarily just like talking about work where you're editing your YouTube videos where literally it's your face you and your voice. yourself say the same I'm word 82 times. being trapped in your own head too right. deep. Well, what do mm-hmm. I think about this? So let me get introspective about that. Oh, I wonder why I reacted that way. And Okay. There's a certain amount of self-awareness. That's valuable. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, that is a deep, dark, never-ending chasm of Kushlash. Mm-hmm. And there ain't no answer in there. Mm-hmm. so it's just yeah yeah mm-hmm. when you get to the point where like as a woman and as a homemaker and a mother like and you're taking like just picture like here you know how you rake the coals for a fire so you start every day with this pile of coals and then you say something or you have a thought or you have an opportunity and you're just like you're just raking the coals all day long mm-hmm. it never stops just the raking and the raking and ruminating and ruminate it's exhausting mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just exhausting you end mm-hmm. up chasing your tail and there's just mm-hmm. there's no resolution for it in there um but thinking about the people that i love the most in this world that i would mm-hmm. die for mm-hmm. the answer is much uh much more clear when that's the focus, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because again, I mean, this is like the age old thing. Your kids need food and they need shelter and they need clothes and we want to provide for them. You know, every parent wants that for their child. But I'll tell you, like, we all know, too, that there is no amount of money. There's no amount of fancy trips or experiences or nice clothes or any of these things chimichangas <laughs> there's no amount of chimichangas that's going to replace parents just being there and loving on their children mm-hmm. nothing nothing will mean yeah. more to that child mm-hmm. and so again it's something we all know and yet we can set our daily habits kind of counter to that mm-hmm. without even realizing it mm-hmm so my seedlings oh, yeah, are it's... okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Excellent. That's what I'm calling this episode. My seedlings are okay. Where I'm where it's like a happy face. Where I'm from, that means how your crops doing. My crops are good. Yes. <laughs> we say that my all the time here. My crops are good. <laughs> if you haven't watched Ryan Hamilton Happy Face, watch it four times. I watch it whenever I'm sad. I I have watched this comedy Shay. special so many times. It's so good. I love it. Do you know he almost died? Yes. He got hit by a bus. Well, I looked up. Why hasn't he come out with another comedy special? This one is like I know. five or six old. years old. Yeah. Um, but he's better now. Chop, chop. Yeah. Come on, Ryan. If you could get it together. Could you be a guest on Homemaker Chic, please? <laughs> what do you guys talk the- about? I don't know. Nipple hairs. And you. Why? <laughs> so we do that. We, we, um, his line about like, I cannot get high on crack. I'm on my way to a job interview. We say that all the time in our house. Like, there's something we can't do because of XYZ. And we go, 
I love on that bit when he's talking about he's talking about being on a subway in New York. He's from a small town in Idaho. He's on this subway in New York and somebody starts smoking crack on the subway and he goes, and you know how I know it was crack? Because it wasn't marijuana. And that's the only other drug I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The bit about the uh, the gym membership, though, is the best <laughs> with the. Having to like wondering if you can fabricate an envelope, we go through that in our house. Like, can we just make an envelope? Like, what? yeah, so good. Yep, you guys Civil go watch War it. It's on Please it's watch so it. Like, funny. like when you totally get done clean. with this, your kids can watch it. He's a good, good little Mormon boy, so that's why he makes all the jokes about never doing drugs, and it's excellent. It's so, so funny. funny. I, yeah. I'm gonna watch that tonight, actually. That's what I want to watch tonight. My crops are good. <laughs> Um, my yeah, my are crops are good. There's just a lot less of them this year. What about it? It's going to be a what beautiful year. And you know what I did? I filled in all the extra vegetable space with flowers. I planted yeah, you sweet did. peas and I planted Queen Anne's lace and I planted um, other stuff and some other stuff. <laughs> It's going to be You know beautiful. what Joel did for me last year? Joel planted 800 tulips in my orchard and they're all coming up. That is love because tulip planting is the Well, we worst. did it with like the big drill bit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him, awesome. I'm like, I can't, I can't get to this. You have to help me. And now they're all like this high. So we'll see if the deer eat them like tonight. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's so great. It's such, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. My crops right are good. The crops are good. The crops are good. All right. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us here, ladies. We we're so glad to be back with you here for season 16. I think we should just not do seasons anymore or episodes. It'd just be one long smear of homemaking where we take a break. Because I lose track well, that's of what, where we are. That's what this season is. This season is just like they're eavesdropping on a phone call. Oh. Remember, it's our freestyle. Yes. Yeah. I oh, love that's it. right. So we don't mm-hmm. have a theme that I'm forgetting. We don't have okay. a theme. Didn't no. know. There you go. Nope. <laughs> we have different roles in this good. business. Right. <laughs> you can see where mine is. <laughs> um, do join us over on Instagram, if you would. Angela has curated those really great little clickable things for our sponsors, and it has all the codes there, so you don't have to remember them. And as of the airing of this episode... I will have updated the website to include everybody, all the sponsors and everything, which it's all, I'm almost done with it, but you can also just visit homemakerchicpodcast.com. Visit there and all the stuff will be there as well. So if you ever forget anything that we're talking about, it'll be there. We've made it really easy for you. Yes, we have. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're back. Cheers. I am too. Ladies, gentlemen, we'll see you next Monday. 